So excited for this upcoming Crystal Palace match here in about 15 minutes. I think when it's all said and done, it's going to come down to the first half. And if we can play like we did against United, where we get two to three first half goals because we played aggressive, that's what I think it'll take to win this match. We got to come out super aggressive, more than we have been in the past few games. Can't wait to see the game. Game thoughts where we needed to be aggressive and get two to three goals. Thank God we did. Um, but man, Duffy's headbutt, if you will, his Zidane moment was stupid in a rivalry game with someone from the line. That could have really cost us, and luckily it didn't. And Andoni's goal, oh my God, probably the best goal I've seen all year from Brighton for sure. What a game, what a match. Six points in a couple days. Let's go for nine in a week. Yes, hello and welcome to episode 18 of Together, a Brighton & Hove Albion podcast. Um, This is recording almost right on the back of the famous victory against Palace at home. 3-1, down to 10 men. Um, We just heard from Mile High Seagulls on Twitter. Um, He gave me a bit of pre-match thoughts and a bit of post-match, so I thought I'd put them in before I even uttered a word. Um, I thought it was really well summed up, to be honest. Um, he nailed it. That first half was super important. We needed a couple of goals, just like we needed it against United. And uh, he nailed it. So this is really... I'm going to go free-flowing on this one um, because I just haven't had any time to write anything down. I've just got, like, a basic uh, itinerary in front of me. Um, so I'm just going to go over the big moments of the game um, and just have a look at those. So penalty number one. Um, let's take a look at that soft penalty. Uh, I don't think it was a pen. 
Um, but Izquierdo showed a hell of a lot of guile to keep on going. Um, he's a really tricky customer, isn't he, when he gets in and around that box. Um, even when the ball's in the air, he's he's really not got any kind of aerial place, but he he scares people because if it bounces funny, like just like you saw tonight, like he's on it like a flash. And actually, I thought Tompkins made an okay challenge, um, which is funny because I thought Tompkins was the worst player on the pitch tonight. Um, but you know, we got the penalty, and maybe that's a bit of uh, maybe that's a bit of they say that what goes around comes around. Everything evens itself out at the end of a football season. Maybe we can look back on the uh, Cardiff game and say that that was our our defining moment where we where we even the playing field with one or two awful decisions to the uh, to the one here that got given for us. Um, what wasn't an awful decision was a couple of minutes later, about 10 minutes later, I think, when Shane Duffy inexplicably went to... Uh, to call it a headbutt is a little bit extreme because their heads were already touching. Um, but that's what it's going to get called, so I may as well just say it as much. Um, the headbutt from Shane Duffy was really, really stupid. Uh, it was it was the only dampener on the night, and by the time the third goal went in, I'd forgot all about it, but... It's worth thinking now that he's got himself a three-match ban. Um, I don't think he will get a fourth, but it's potential for a fourth due to it being probably classed as violent conduct. Um, so we need to hope that he doesn't get ruled out for any more than the three. And we're now left with just Duncan Balogun for a very tough Christmas run. Um, we've got Burnley, Bournemouth and Chelsea coming up next, I believe, are the next three. I think it's those three. Well, I know it's Burnley and Chelsea at two of them i think it's bournemouth after that but we're left with without duffy for those three big games and it sucks but you know um it is what it is let's have him rest up and hopefully he gets the telling off and hopefully he pays a, buys everybody a beer or five tonight because uh they bailed him well out uh so straight on to the next moment <laughs> and that was part of the commentary highlights too the goal number two um where that came from, we'll never know. Uh, Balogun comes on for the corner. Uh, I, I feel like he was just not picked up at all. Um, kind of like defending 101. I'm not sure how Hodgson allowed him to be so uncovered. Um, but what technique on the volley that was. Um, he hit it first time and it was an absolute beast. Uh, Balogun has proven himself to be a hugely dependable centre-half whenever we put him on the pitch, um, and he did, the, he did the exact same thing again today. Um, he was honestly faultless. Like, he really didn't do anything wrong. He was super reliable. Um, he, was, he was great to see, and uh, if, if we have to lose Duffy for three games, which we do, um, I couldn't ask for a better centre-half to replace him. Um, do I think that he ends up taking Duffy's spot? No, I don't. But he's as good as it gets in terms of a backup centre-half. He's a Nigerian international. He's just scored against the Palace on his first touch of the ball. And, you know, he's he's rallied us through with 10 men against them. So, happy days. Um, next big moment in the game, Glenn Murray's injury. Um which kind of coincided with this moment, in fact, because it was the, I think it was him going down that caused the problem. Um, it certainly looked like a shoulder or collarbone injury. Um, I don't think we'll know until a bit later in the week. Um, I've seen that same reaction from people who have broken a collarbone and the same reaction from people who have dislocated a shoulder. Um, and they're two very different injuries. 
the collarbone is going to be a longer term problem and the separated shoulder isn't going to be as much of a problem for as long so we really i mean we'll just have to hope and wait and hope and pray that it isn't the collarbone problem because that can be a nasty one um apparently anecdotally it's the most uh, the most painful bone to break so that sucks if so um but he's he's out and andone came on um and 10 minutes later 48 minutes on the clock uh, Bernardo smashes a ball out as hard as he can with a clearance um, just to see that final whistle that final half time whistle go and uh, Andone chases the ball down um, he's probably got he's probably about 15 yards behind Tompkins catches him up for pace keeps the ball in from going out for a throw in takes that one big touch beats Tompkins for pace then when he, when he has to slow down because he's cut into the box Tompkins gets one touch on it that just perfectly lays off Andone to cut inside him and just whack it into the back of the net. Um, absolute scenes. I was watching in my break room at work, jumped up, fist pumped into the empty room. Um, it was so good. It was it was amazing. Um, Andone is fast becoming a cult hero. Um, he's scored two now already. What a player he is looking. He doesn't look. He doesn't look like he has any right to be as strong and as good at, and as good at holding up the ball as he is um, for his height and his stature. And yet he does it, and he has that burst of pace to make the most of anything he gets on the hold of. Um, he is he is an incredible talent, and for all the value Murray has brought to us over the last year and a half in the Premier League, like. I have no concerns thinking about him playing up front anymore. Good lord, he is a really talented player, and he caused them nothing but problems for the rest of the game. Um, he took a heck of a battering. Um, he had a really rough game in terms of getting bashed about by the defenders and the midfielders, but he got up every single time, and he's obviously a hard lad, so massive fair play to him. The goal was incredible. The scenes in the stands was immense. Um, I've seen a couple of videos of people celebrating it after the goal. So good. Um, love it. And then right after that, we go back to a bit of a downer and talk about Izquierdo. Um, he picked up an injury. We don't really know what that injury is at all. Um, we just knew he wasn't happy and he was limping a little bit. So it could be anything. Um, hopefully that isn't anything too serious because... Although I do think he had a quieter couple of games, um, he really showed up tonight. I thought he was playing really well for that first half. Um, he won the penalty, and yeah, I th I, it will be a big miss if he is hurt. Um, so hopefully he's back, but we'll see. Um, so that's really it. We we went on to hold out and win the game, down to ten men. gave him gave him an extra man for almost 60 well just over 60 minutes and they couldn't do anything to us um the zaha penalty was a penalty balogun no need to go in for a tackle like that um but luckily no more no more damage was done than than taking away a clean sheet hurts my fantasy football prospects with ryan in goal but other than that it, it could have been worse um and we won incredible um my man of the match my man of the match has to go to bisuma um it's not an easy decision to make by far and away it's probably the toughest one i'll ever have to make um but he was just incredible tonight he uh he did everything all over the pitch he had shots he had a key pass um 89 pass accuracy one two aerial battles um i'm looking at it as i talk so 
excuse me what if I take a little bit longer than normal um, he, he won a couple of fouls uh, he did not he did nothing wrong defensively either um, he made nine total tackles in the middle of the park um, he only committed two fouls which is you know he got booked for one of you know he got booked for talking back at the penalty for Zaha um, he made nine successful tackles only committed two fouls when he was down to 10 when we were down to 10 and it was really up to him and uh, proper to run that midfield um, he made an interception four clearances um, and proper as well he didn't make any successful tackles but he made seven interceptions four clearances two block shots um, they were immense in the middle of the park and they needed to be and uh, it was it was incredible um, but Basuma wins that for me um, he's quite comfortably I think the best raw talent we have in our squad and he is really starting to show how good he could be and he's starting to show shades of that uh that Paul Pogba-esque player that we were told he was when he came over um and he was he's he ran the show tonight I thought he was absolutely incredible um obvious shout out to Florin Andone he was incredible as well um but for me I think Bissouma has to win that man of the match uh award I thought he was just fantastic so I've uh, I've had a couple of voice clips come through um, obviously I had a couple from the Mahai Seagulls and I had a couple last time uh, for the show and uh, my dad wants in on the action so <laughs> this is Michael um, he will be talking a little bit about the game tonight he uh, I'm not sure if he watched it or if he watched some of it and he's a nervous chap he doesn't like watching them too much when it's a big game like this so without further ado I'll let him talk about his feelings on the game um, I'm sure it's going to reflect many of yours Hi there, Josh. Yep, reaction to beating Palace. What can I say? Buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. And it's always lovely to beat them up the road. Uh, I see some YouTube footage of a bit of shenanigans in the town by the station, but I don't think it was much. There's too much police there, to be honest. But yes, it was, I don't know, just sort of like, kept watching the scores flash up and sort of like... <laughs> especially after we were down to 10 men it was absolutely amazing and it's a fantastic result yeah, another three points towards uh, safety which is really what we have to aim for but oh God, I don't know I'm just speechless it's just amazing bit of a frantic last 10 minutes I think but no, we held on, and for once with the 10 men, we come good. And like I say, just beating them up the road, I'm buzzing. I don't know if I'll sleep tonight, to be honest. It'll be ages before I get to sleep. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And uh, hopefully, another three points in the next game, because I think we've got a few tough ones coming up now. But, oh, God, yes, it's always good to beat them. Whatever league we're in, whatever position we're in, it's brilliant. I said last season when we actually went up and people were saying, oh, Brighton are in the Premier League. All I said was, I don't care if we get relegated as long as we take six points off them. <laughs> and that's how I feel. Yeah, absolutely buzzing, and I bet you are too. All right, Josh, I'm going to go now. All the best. So, yeah, that was Michael. Um, 
hope you enjoyed his feelings and thoughts. I'm sure he really does reflect most of us. Um, absolutely buzzing. Um, so last things last, as they always are. Um, Burnley. Uh, Burnley is coming up. We play them Saturday. Um, it's a massive one. We've had two games against teams that are below us in the table. Um, and we have collected all six points from them. Um, I don't think we, I don't think anybody anticipated that after the last couple of games that we've played. Um, I really don't. I think we, I think all of us anticipated more of a problem. Um, but we have seen them both off um, in fantastic fashion. So next up, Burnley, we uh, we have a lot of work to do for this one. Uh, they still have to play Liverpool this weekend, this weekend, this week, tomorrow. Um, 7.45 kickoff as usual and uh, it's going to be a big one for them because I, I don't anticipate them getting anything against Liverpool so they're going to be needing something against us and I'm, I'm also not convinced it's going to be as easy as I usually thought it was going to be um, so for me our Burnley 11 have to be Ryan Montoya Dunk, Balogun Bernardo Knockart, March Proper Bisuma, Gross, and Done. I wouldn't change the squad. Other than the fact that I think Izquierdo will probably be rested due to an injury, and I think Murray will be rested due to whatever has happened to him too. So I think they're the two you'll see come in, and the obvious replacement for Duffy has to be Balogun. Um, I think that's all we'll see. And Burnley have been conceding the most shots, than any more shots than any other team they're conceding. Um, so, you know... Hopefully the, the Liverpool team can really crush them and cause the problem for them and we can go and kick them while they're down. Um, they are not very good this year. Um, I tip them to go down, funnily enough, and sure enough, they're not doing very well. So maybe I maybe I willed it into existence and they're on their way down. Um, but if we can, I'm going to say it very quietly, but if we can come away with nine points from nine, that would be quite staggering given... The feelings that were going into the last couple of games after our performances against Leicester and Cardiff. Um, that's it from me. This is a quick one, I know, but I wanted to do it because of that. The the, the manner in which we did it just had to be included. Um, so I'll see you this week. Well, I'll see you next Tuesday uh, for some analysis on Burnley. Um, please do send your voice clips in. They will all get on the show if you do it. Um, so please do. Uh, just treat it like a normal phone-in and give us your opinions and thoughts and feelings. Um, you can you can tell me you can talk to me about anything you want, as long as it's Brighton related. Um, I'm not an agony aunt. So yeah, please do 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 that. Uh, TogetherBHA at gmail.com. Send your voice clips there. They will get on the show. We can talk about it. We can talk to each other. Thank you. Be safe. Have a great rest of your week. <laughs>